Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the JPS pod with me, Mr. Huntley. And me, Mr. Williams, where we'll be chatting about all things JPS. Along the way, we'll probably be having a few laughs. So, let's get to it. Oosh! Party time. Episode 8. End of season 1. Do you know what 8 is in Welsh? No, what is it? Oith. 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 Episode Oith. Ocho. Ocho. Excuse me? That's, is that Spanish? End of season bash. I know. Do you know what? Um, in fact, what's happening outside today is planning for the year 6 Leavers bash. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's exciting. We've made a playlist. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, do you know what I've realised about songs now? Is I know more songs, but I know less of the names. All the songs now that are, are, are popular right now are all TikTok songs. Yeah. There are some bangers, though. I was going through yesterday thinking, yeah, I could do a TikTok dance for that. I think we need to get a JPS pod TikTok. What do you think, guys? Do you know what? We, JPS has a TikTok account that we set up. I set up not last Christmas, Christmas before. Oh, before it, it was popular? Before it was popular. Oh, guilty. Um, and we've got some Christmas clips on there. Have we? With, because we basically want a part of the... The push with the social advent. Yeah, and ah, we did. Yeah, Remember yeah. we did that. Yeah, we, we did, did that. Was good. That was Christmas and TikTok worked perfectly. Anyway. I, th- I think back in, when we come back in September, let's kick it off with a GPS yeah. pod TikTok. Let's do it. I'll Here's have to get advice. Involved. I've got some experts in my class. Yeah, I know. Do you know what? One of the girls in my class got thousands of people that follow her on TikTok. Yeah, one of the girls in my class. So Galia had, I think she had two hundred. What did she have? One hundred twenty thousand views. On one on one TikTok, that's bigger than Wembley. Hundred twenty thousand. That is literally half the size of my home city. Wow. Yeah, that's mental. That is mental. So we'll try that. But the the music attached to TikTok is class. It is really really good. I can see why you guys like it so much. So basically, today what we said was, would you rather coming later with our interview with Mrs Higgins, which will be good. Uh, So we've got some uh, competition prizes to give away. So we're going to speed through these. We had loads from book Bookworm, didn't we? Yeah, some really nice ones. And basically, we've got four lots of 100 dirham book vouchers to give away for the new Bookworm, which is going to be opening just around the corner. Ruth over there, I think it was... Um, they've moved, haven't they? So they're opening their new one. I think she said it's like in the next week or so. The That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just for these winners now, 100 dirhams, to get some books for the summer. Do you know what? I've just had an idea. Why don't we do a podcast in September from the from, new Bookworm from shop? From the new Bookworm, that'd be good, wouldn't it? That would be good, actually. Yeah. What do we have to whisper there, though? Shh. Like a library. Hello. Hello, it's the JPS pod here, live from the bookworm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that then. So we've got four four winners. There was, again, don't be disappointed if you lost. because you didn't lost, you didn't lose. If you didn't win. Um, because there were some amazing, amazing pieces of artwork. It was really tough for us to choose. Um, so the four winners are Maxim. Sarah, Niki, and Surya. And you will be receiving an email from the JPS pod with your vouchers where you can spend them at Fair Dues uh, Bookworm when it's open very, very soon. So well done, you guys. Now I'm going to pass your designs on to Ruth over at Bookworm. And the second competition. Love this one. This was really, really good. We had two standouts for this. And um, 
you can tell they're both massive football fans yeah. from there. Oh, the some of the, the terminology, yeah. some of the, oh, it was just quality. So what we'll do is we'll quickly play the two uh, clips now, uh, so you can listen out to the, for them. And uh, I'm sure you'll agree, they are amazing. They need a new pair of fresh legs. It's up to him to complete the match. He steps up for the free kick, getting ready the ball for his new free kick, his first in the season. He shoots, he scores! What a goal! He's down, he's down! It's a penalty! Up to William Maxwell in the 90th minute. He shoots! Oh my goodness! It's a wonder goal! They win the World Cup! It's 1-1, Holland v Netherlands. And that's Frank de Boer, the man with the long passes. And, oh, there comes another one of those lofted passes. This time to Dennis Bergkamp. Oh, and that's a beautiful goal. He first took it on with his right foot. Then with his right foot, he got it through the defender's legs. And then with his outside of his right foot, he literally banged it top bins. What an amazing goal. Yay! Oh, that just takes me back to my childhood. Top bins. Top bins. There's a few things about that. Top bins. Scotland... Winning the World Cup, yeah. I mean, I don't watch them. They might need William. Yeah. To be fair, Scotland are not in a my, great my, place. They must have had their keeper sent off though. The other team because there was no keeper in that goal. Yeah, though. Easy, <laughs> easy, easy. It should be an easy shot that. But well done, William excellent. and Mr. Decker's excellent. And oh, you had brilliant. my hero in that. Yeah, Dennis Burkamp. I just love it. it. Just oh, it was just such a, a throwback, wasn't it? Yeah, vivid memories of that. 1998. I think it was the uh, Marseille Stade Velodrome. So, so uh, Jack wouldn't have been alive at that point. Yeah. So what? Twelve years ago. I would have been fourteen, nearly. How old were you been? In what year was it? Ninety-eight. I was eight. Eight. Yeah. Wow. Oh my word. But yeah, brilliant boys. Thank you so much. So you guys have won uh, a couple of academy sessions at the uh, IGF Academy down at JPS for September onwards so we'll get in touch and we'll get Chris and the team over at IJF it's just football to share those sessions with you and again amazing job yeah, boys. Well done, boys brilliant really really well done great job so hello everyone this is Angela and Angela's um, if you might have seen it on our JPS socials actually Angela and the big group of JPS community have been doing something quite amazing. We've got Angela on the line now. Hello, Angela. How are you? Hello. How are you? A bit sore, a bit rickety. But <laughs> not too bad. So, tell us about what you're doing uh, and why you're doing it. Um. Well, I think we were all getting a bit bored, maybe a wee bit lazy in lockdown. We were probably eating, drinking too much, and not moving or exercising as much as we should. And um, my husband Jamie came up with this idea that. Seeing as we can't fly to the UK, why don't we all run to the UK? So we all kind of thought about it first, but that's a bit daft. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, exactly. And um, and then we thought, well, if we split it down into there's three families in total, so that's and there's thirteen of us, six kids and seven, uh, seven, sorry, seven kids and six adults. Amazing. And we thought. I know. We thought if we all did that, and we took three months, it would be six kilometres each per day. So when you break it down into little increments, it doesn't sound too horrendous. And then we just thought, we'll do it and we'll try. So we started just at the end of May. Nice. And 
I'm, we're still doing it. <laughs> yeah. So what's your current what's your current progress then? What how many miles okay, have you run? So, so we've worked out that the kilometres to the UK is seven thousand one hundred and four, <sighs> and what we've done there is it's an actual road route. So that even involves the kilometres that would be going through the Channel Tunnel. Oh man. So it's not we're not cheating. We're not on ferries. We're not taking. Um, cheeky car journeys anywhere it's an actual road route and up to this point let me see i've got my stats here so far we've gone 2490 kilometers just so, shy of 2500 kilometers so where would that put you on your yeah. journey so at the moment we are just about to come out of jordan and we're just about to go to syria oh my word that is crazy numbers <laughs> that is mad so you've I know, got I know. You said before, so this is, this is going to be fascinating, uh, yeah. tracking this over the summer. So what we'll do is um, we'll push this out again on social media. So if anybody's on um, Instagram out there and yeah. uh, you're doing anything on TikTok, because loads of our kids are on TikTok. <sighs> but we'll share that. It's, for the kids. it's fascinating though. On Instagram, but, um, we set up an Instagram because the kids... It's good for the kids, and it's, yeah. it's, a good, it's good for them to be encouraged, and we try to record their, their goals little and massive, to be quite honest. Yeah. But we gave ourselves three months to do it, and here's a statistic for it for you. We're currently 652 kilometres ahead, or 8.4 days ahead of where we should be. Wow, wait. I've so never think, heard a means of transport <laughs> actually being ahead of schedule. Yeah, that doesn't happen, does it? So well done, you guys. Not exactly. But what seems to be happening is that as we go, there have been a few aches and pains. Yeah. And, I mean, I can speak for myself, but I was starting <laughs> from a, a, a well, I'm starting from a sitting point. So it had been a while since I had put the trainers on and actually gone out every single day to run. Yeah. So there's been a few aches and pains. Lily's fallen off the treadmill. We've had a few knees, things like that. But um. Everybody seems to be getting a little bit fitter, so we start, yeah. instead of everybody running six kilometres a day, we've got Sunny who's training for a triathlon, which obviously, because of... That really helps, yeah. Pandemic, and that pandemic has been cancelled this summer, yeah. but he's still switching to his programme. Well, I was going to ask so you he, about that, actually, because I've just, I've just yeah. been on Instagram this morning, and I've just seen Ananthi, one of our year six children, has just yeah. rocked out 35 <laughs> kilometres in a day. That's mental. I know it's not, it's not normal. Um, no, she, she, so I, I, I talk, just tell you about the Chahal, so Sunny's been running, Amanda's also been running, they've been doing really, really well to the mum and dad. And then he ran, he went on and he did, so you and JC, he went on and he did 22, I think. And oh, then wow. Dea, who's in year three, yeah. The 24. Yeah, Daya actually is um, my daughter's one of her pals. So I showed yeah. Millie, my daughter, this the other day. I was like, right, you need to start running. So uh, I sent her up to the shops and I didn't do really. <laughs> Yeah, she's, um, and, and it's for Nancy, thinking it's desperate to get the competitive edge. Yeah. So yesterday she did 30 kilometres, which put her, well, certainly the, the longest running child, but it also put her in place behind her dad so at nine o'clock last you can do this go yeah. and done a few more and you know what bless her she got back on that treadmill and she ran another five 
that is some <laughs> commitment from an <laughs> 11-year-old young lady. But no, but we yeah. are massively inspired with what you're doing and we will yeah. we'll keep keep a track of it and we'll give you a buzz in um, September when we return to school, fingers crossed. Sure. And we'll um, see how you did, but we'll keep sharing that online and um, good luck with everything. And if there's any uh, physiotherapists out there, sports physios that fancy uh, working with the Run to the UK team, then um, give them a shout, right? <laughs> or, or beach clubs that want to give you a bit of R&R, maybe. Maybe that's a good one. Yeah, see where we're going here. I like... <laughs> and, and for Mr. Williams and myself as well. Thank you for supporting us. really appreciate No, thank you. Thank you for keep inspiring people. So, yeah, good luck and speak soon. Pizza. Take care. Thank nice you. Bye. 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 So, big news. The boss is here. The big cheese. The big cheese. <laughs> we actually, when we were writing the questions down, we were doing this, we? the big cheese, the big dog. The big dog, B-O-S-S. So, we got, yeah, as you've heard, Mrs Higgins is here. Or the principal, as she's called by many children. Yeah, yeah. The principal. And um, so we've got lots of questions. We're going to fire away with some quick fire questions at you. And okay. They're going to... Yeah. <laughs> so, already? Don't, yeah, I know. Don't give... Uh, oh. And you only have that nightmare when you turn up to an exam <laughs> and, you, and, and you've not prepared. Don't know the answer. <laughs> That's it. Get you warmed up. Right, so, Mr. Williams, you want to start? Okay, first one. Uh, Favourite animal? Oh, dog, definitely. What colour's your toothbrush? Gosh, purple and orange at the moment. I did, a, I, I did purchase a, a mis, mispurchase there. Bought the wrong one, but yeah, purple and orange right now. Favourite summer activity? Definitely going to the beach and travelling. Who do you admire the most? I'm looking at both of you. Oh, oh great oh, answer. Um... <laughs> Thinking not you. <laughs> <laughs> Who do I admire the most? I'd have to say just generally, from being a mum, mums generally, yeah. I, I have to say heroes. It's, uh, they are heroes. Not all heroes wear caps, yeah. although my mum does often. Yeah. Uh, Favourite hobby? Favourite hobby? Um... I don't suppose you can say hanging out with your children, but uh, I think probably walking, walking would then definitely be the favourite hobby. Probably not so much here, but when we go on holiday, love to do big walks. Rambling. Yeah, yeah, that's rambling. the thing I'd miss most from this, yeah. actually. Uh, favourite superhero? Favourite superhero? Um, Iron Man. Ooh, it was yours, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just because we're, we're doing it at the moment tonight at my house, we're watching the whole Marvel series from beginning to end. That's oh, a great thing to do. That's like a summer holiday goals, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And you can look at it, you can do it either way. You can either do it by, um, by the, the year that the film came out, nice. or the chronological. No, it's got to be the chronological. Well, the chronological actually jumps around quite a bit. How does that? So if the film has been, some of the later films are actually earlier. set earlier. Yeah, that's right. The Captain America. Yeah. So at the moment we are doing in the order it came out in the cinema. Um, you see the CGI get progressively better. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we started with Iron Man, we've done the, Iron, the two Iron Mans, we did, um, uh, I can't remember which one we did last week, but we've got the actual Avengers this week, so nice. looking forward to we'll it. Nice, we into it. Yeah. Uh, if you could uh, do any job other than teach, what would it be? Oh, photographer. Awesome. That would be 100% the job. like wildlife photographer. Amazing. Uh, morning person or a night person? Um... Used to be a night person, definitely a morning person now, as I think as I'm getting older. Yeah. Uh, Snickers or Mars? Definitely Snickers. Especially uh, Snickers <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish off with this one. How many books have you read so far this year? Wow. Um, I usually read about a book every week. Wow. So, oh, 
That's that good. Would be, on average, that would be about right. If I'm on holiday, it would probably be three to four. Yeah, I'd have to read the Mr. Men series to get through one a week. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about this on a previous episode, weren't we? About how, like, I remember when I was younger, before the kids came along, I'd get free, like you say, three or four a week. Yeah. Just literally be gear up the day. Yeah. What book am I going to get today? And you yeah. just get through it. Oh, particularly on holidays. That's yeah. it. You got a holiday. You keep the best books for the holidays. Holidays. Right. The, uh, the invention of the Kindle was the best thing ever because I did that was my holiday panic. Whenever I used to yeah. pack the suitcase, how many books could I get in? Would that take me through? You the make an weeks? airport blunder and yeah. you pick up yeah. something you really didn't expect to be reading. At the, yeah, yeah. And the you end up reading the ones in the free library in the hotel. Do you know what? I found recently as well, the books that I go for, um, I'm trying to vary it because I'd end up going for the classic either autobiographies or Harry Potter or books like that that have a series and I'm trying yeah. not to do that at the moment so I joined, I joined a book club just over a year ago and that's yeah. been the best thing I've done because you read books then that you would never pick off the shelf yourself yeah, true yeah. and 99% of the time you actually really enjoy them you might have the odd one but or your, the odd part of the book yeah. you didn't really like but mostly just reading different genre takes you out of comfort zone some of our parents yeah. in the GPS community you might remember Richard and Judy I think did a book club yes. in there once they yeah. did didn't they they're, really they're still, going. still going, going. They? yeah they've got the summer book reads yeah. and um there's lots of different other famous actors and actresses now doing the same, um, do doing book clubs, yeah. and they're actually really, really good. Do any of our children do a book club, I wonder? Because I know Lean in year six was talking about something. She was like doing one at one point, um, and I do think it's a really good idea because, yeah. again, it, it makes you read books that... Yeah, I think Miss Cunliffe did a book club ASA. Did she, she did, yeah. she did, because one of the displays upstairs, they contributed to it, the year six one, yeah. Yeah. from that, and they started doing like reviews and podcasts and stuff. And obviously with Bookworm reopening around the corner now, maybe yeah. that's something we could do for September. Yeah, what date did they open? Is it just last week? I think it's like imminent. I think yeah. it's literally over the next week. So So we've just bought Kansuki's Kingdom this week. Oh, oh did you yeah. did he have uh, it yes. as guided reading? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so Sam had that as guided reading this week and watched the you know, read the first five chapters or first five pages and it really was one of those moments where yeah. it was like, We've got to read this yeah. book. This is incredible. It's funny when we go through those in class, how we'd now reorder them based on the interest level of yeah. the kids. At the time that we then do them, we've gone through them. There's yeah. some that you think, oh, do you know what? That should have been week two or three. Yeah. I, used to, I did Michael Morpurgo when I was in school. Yeah. And, oh, classics. Yeah. Well, I've been looking for a book to start reading again at night time with the children now that they're kind of, because they're year four and six, we're getting, we, we had a bit of a gap in terms of what yeah. they both wanted to read. But now I think we're both at the stage where four and six, we could probably yeah. start reading some that are maybe a little bit young for Sam, a little bit old for Ted, but yeah. it'll, it'll all work out. Perfect, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, as we say, we've got Mrs Higgins here, and we're trying not to talk to her or anything about being a teacher. We're saying, like, you know when you get to that, that classic question, like, why did you become a teacher? And it's like, we, this ends up being the same answer. We got those it? boring questions out of Mr Gollum. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Mr Gollum loved them. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm not. Um, <laughs> Half jokes are the best ones, aren't they? <laughs> so, um, let's go for... Okay, then. What were you like as a kid, as a child? What were you like? What was your personality so, like? interesting. Um, I grew up in, in a very similar circumstance to the children here at JPS. So, my family um, moved to Thailand when I think I was actually officially 18 weeks old. So, wow. mum got on a plane with an 18-week-old, having never... Obviously, nobody went to Thailand in those days. Um, so we, we flew to Thailand for a one-year contract, ended up staying 10. So I did all the way through up to year five in, in Thailand, in Bangkok, in Bangkok Partner School. Um, so as a child, um, primary age, really, really diligent, I have to say. Really loved school. Very much like the children at JPS, because it was such a great school to be at. Yeah. It was 
very much like JPS in terms of so much going on, so many activities, just really good fun. Um, yeah, I absolutely love school. So was it like, were you surrounded by international children yeah. as so, well? Um, uh, in my school, there, were, there was myself and, and one other child in the class from England. Um, most of the children there were from China or they were Thai or they had, um, you know, had a, a, an English father. But, um, you know, so it was, it was a, lots of different mixes in the class. It was brilliant. Amazing. It's amazing. Brilliant. It is amazing because it's these conversations that you want to have because also it makes the person, doesn't it? Yeah. So, like, you, you're, you are your the experiences you've ever had, right? Yeah. So my experience of primary school is pretty much identical to what the children have here. It's um, amazing. So was, yeah. was it your dad's job you went out there? Yeah, so dad was a civil engineer. So if you ever visit uh, Bangkok and you drive over the main bridge, which is Saton Bridge... That's his bridge. Wow, so that's right amazing. next to the Oriental Hotel. So if you ever stay, if you're lucky enough to stay at the Oriental, um, the bridge right next door is my dad's bridge. Um, and obviously he built all the road systems leading up to the, um, on the other side of the bridge from both sides. My father-in-law has the same story, similar story yeah. with my wife, Jen. So yeah. she had the same thing. And the, the airport was built on reclaimed land in Hong Kong. Yeah. So when you fly into Hong Kong, that's like your dad's... The, the airport that you have the to new, fly... The, the, not, the not new the one, not the old one, yeah. not the crazy one that you had to fly between <laughs> the buildings. buildings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was quite terrifying. Um, and then my mum was a teacher in the same school. So, oh, awesome. yeah, so she, she was teaching, not when we first went out there, but then she joined the school, and so she was a, a teacher at school all the way through, so a little bit similar to me, I suppose. Yeah. So how old were you when you moved away from Thailand? Left there at 10, so I joined year 5, partway through year 5, so I joined in sort of the end of term 1 in year 5, because we, when we left Thailand we, we took a sort of 6 months to travel back from Thailand to England, um, so we kind of did a, a tour of America, a tour of the Far East, we, we kind of did a, a 6 months... Like a dream up I know, it was amazing, a uh, 6 month tour to get back, um, although it was quite tricky joining in a class... Um, part way through the year. I bet. The, can you turn up with all these stories? <laughs> I've been yeah. here. I've been. Yeah. Oh, don't show us all up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had. I, I was described. I had a very funny accent, so I had this the expat twang. You know, uh, yeah. Up and downy, so I was judged as someone who had a very odd way of speaking, um, and obviously had really dark uh, skin when I arrived because obviously had been tanned for six months. Um, so yeah, it wasn't the best start to primary school when you're joining oh, in. Uh, just in terms of they'd all been together as well since they'd been like three or four years old and in the primary school I joined obviously nobody came in and out at all there yeah. was, it was literally yeah. that Dawn class that you were there all the way through so yeah quite nerve-wracking to join a class so oh, back to the UK back to the UK that. and then stayed there in the UK um, really up until I came here wow, really? but I always knew that I would literally the minute I could I would travel and go and live abroad again always yeah. um, and then the opportunity came up to come here 2003 yeah. 17 years ago now but 2003 is funny isn't it because it doesn't sound like that no. long ago no because it's, it's still after yeah. 2000 yeah. Yeah. but 17 years yep, and you must have seen it 17 years here now oh changed. Dubai would have yeah. changed beyond yeah, belief totally so I started off in Dubai living there and uh, moved down the road to Jumeirah so JPS straight away when you came straight, over yeah straight away yeah. head of year 2 head of year 2 head or, of year yeah. 2 then head of year 4 then vice principal then uh, assistant principal um, that doesn't sound like I did the right way around, but obviously I had children in the middle, um, yeah. so I had to go to the system principal and back up again. And who was here when from the current staff so when you started? When I first started, nobody apart from Shanti. Um, Shanti was here, um, Shanti Matthews, and then we had Mr Campion joined 
partway through the first term to take over science teaching. And he came from Denmark, didn't he? Or um, did he come from somewhere else before? No, I think he'd come from Denmark. So yeah. he, he joined in the first year. So, and then I suppose after that, we'd be looking at Kat McDougall, John Semicola, uh, and Jodie Quinn would be sort of from, the, from that original group. I may have missed people off. I apologise. That's like a classic yeah, five side team, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mr. Yeah, we got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't need yourself. <laughs> so uh, some of the original crew are still here. So yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That's the thing. It's like history and Dubai history. It's such a different. You have to look at it so differently. I think we learn about Mr. Camden in social studies, don't we? Yeah, he's part of the curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> part of the UAE curriculum. We're getting field trips for different schools. Come <laughs> learn about Mr. Camden. Uh, Mr. Camden appears quite a lot in this uh, podcast. Actually, yeah, he's veggie mine. Yeah, poor old man. Okay, so moving on. We absolutely love food here. Uh, so we were just, Mr. Huntley and myself were talking about what would be our perfect meal. So we're going to put that same question to you. So if you could uh, design your perfect three-course meal, what would it be? Yeah, so I think it's interesting. I think I'm a bit like you, Mr. Williams. I would never have a pudding. So I would either want to have, yeah, two sort of starters um, or a starter and a sort of cheese sort of ending cheese to the board. meal. Yeah, um, I'm a fan of the four course Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's probably Italian actually. If I'm going, if I'm thinking of a, if, if thinking of three subs, you know subsequent courses, it would have to be Italian. Yeah. Um, if I if my favourite food to go out for a meal would would always be Indian food, um, especially sort of um, sort of places like Mint Leaf where it's a little bit there's a twist on it, is a yeah. sort of fusion um, Indian style. But in terms of a three-course menu, I think it would have to be Italian, yeah. Because yeah. they're the smaller courses and you can, you can have the different varieties, can't yeah, you? Definitely. Oh, I, I'd, I'd have right-sized portions. I wouldn't do yeah, smaller. Yeah. <laughs> Just three full-size portions for me, please. And a question back to you guys then. So which, um, if you had to be on a desert island forever, yeah. what cuisine would you take that you could... Mexican, straight away. Yeah? Yeah. I love wraps. I love, like... I'll I'll make anything into a wrap or a sandwich. Yeah. And I just love fresh guacamole. Can't beat it. Yeah. I... You could only choose one. I I'd have to go, go Italian. I was going to say, I'd yeah. go Italian with me. I would, because it's just one of those, it's so diverse regionally. You've got a lot of choice, whether you're near the sea, inland, everyone, yeah. every region's got their own little take. Oh, it's like it? having a podcast with Nigel Sleet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's little Jack Russell about those, it? <laughs> He's got great plates. This I, is not I, interesting I for you to, children at home. I, sure, <laughs> One for the parents. <laughs> so what would be your, okay, starter, what would you have? Oh, um, probably like a, a bit boring, I know, but like the, the mozzarella um, oh, yeah. and tomato starter. I think that's just unbeatable with a bit yeah. of bread for dipping in the balsamic oil. 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 Oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. And for men course? Do you know what? There's there's one dish. If we're talking Italian, that I haven't had since actually being in Italy last time I went, which it was like a sort of a, a breaded or a lemon sole, um, so just really really thin fish, um, just beautiful. Um, never been able to find it since, and really really gorgeous. Something that's light, so you're not too full. Yeah, mm. and basically. then finishing off then with definitely cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Mm. Good selection of cheese. Definitely. They never give enough crackers over there. That's what I noticed. Yeah. Bring your own. Bring your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Little pack of goat cakes. Yeah. <laughs> Just whip out your pocket. Just so hold my coat, please. Box. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like that. I like that. Definitely. And um, last question, really, is tell us something that you think the JPS community might not know about you. There's probably a lot they don't know, but in yeah. terms of something they would... I don't think they would realise that before coming here, I think it was two years before coming here, I ran the London Marathon. 
so it's impressive. Anybody yeah. that runs a marathon, yeah, I have got such huge admiration for. Because I didn't mean you just. Well, yeah, you, you just didn't mention that, did you? No, no. I say well done. Yeah, but oh, you yeah. Do, I, do, I, do, I think I did. <laughs> you I actually did. do run though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I like, suppose. When people, yeah, exactly. I, I'm not a runner, so it, it was. You it was are a runner. Grueling. <laughs> it, it is tough, isn't it? Those last ten, nine, ten kilometers yeah. are something yeah. else. I think that's the yeah. So so when you do it in London, you. The route takes you through Canary Wharf at about 16 miles, possibly do it miles, 16 miles to about 18 miles. And it's really, really cold. So nobody warns you for this. So, of course, you're wearing, you know, running um, outfits and it gets incredibly cold around there. And then you literally feel, if you're un- well, not unfit, but not as fit as you should be, your muscles actually seizing, seizing up, up as oh, you go really? around. And then you come out of that knowing you've got another eight miles. So run. is that a phenomenon then? Is that classic? I don't know. Ca- um, or did that... it wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that at all. And you obviously read all the information when you're, you're training for yeah. the, the marathon, but it, I never read that about that. That wouldn't cross your mind, would it? No. no. Um, we were worried about getting hot. Um, yeah. And then of course it was a very hot day. Um, that's usually in, in middle of April in the UK. And, uh, and of course you have to run through, but it's, with all the tall buildings, it's very, very cold. Yeah, I suppose, and yeah, because so, it's like a... And following that, you've got to do another eight miles on top of yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very, very proud that I did come in just, I would say in front, but it's, the reality is I came in just behind one of the dressed-up rhinos. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that is... <laughs> to be beaten by rhinos, it's, it's not bad, is it? No, that's great. <laughs> but that's, I, I think, when anybody does something that takes them out of their physical comfort zone, and, and let's face it, even if you're super fit, a marathon is outside your comfort zone. Yeah. I, I'd take it's my hand to anyone who yeah. does it. Uh, and, it's, and I find it's the preparation as well. I feel like the final day is like a celebration, but like the commitment that people show for months and weeks beforehand is, you know, in those days you just don't want to get out of bed. You think, oh, I could do with anything other than running. Yeah. And just, I've got to. And of course, in the UK, you're training. Uh, I think I actually used to have to run down the A3 because uh, it's the only way you could actually oh, tell yeah. the distances back in those days before Fitbits. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you had to run down the A3 from bridge to bridge in the pouring rain, six o'clock on a Wednesday oh. evening. It wasn't what you wanted to do, but absolutely, absolutely had to. But you've got the medal. Got the medal. And the, the, fl- the flora jacket, it would have been flora then, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah the, the flora. Medal. I remember, yeah, I can remember the signage and even like the. Um, I've got vivid memories of people wearing like the uh, the shell suits, the sh- yeah, yeah, the blankets, the, yeah, 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 yeah. blanket, silver blankets, Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't walk for about two days after. I mean, it really does yeah. does take it out. Impact. But I think it's the mental effort as well. It's yeah. it's that last bit where you yeah, know you have to get to the end. It's a wall, isn't it? Yeah, You've got to run through it. Yeah, if you can. But a good thing to have done. Won't do it again. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you. You wouldn't. No, no. no. no I figured once you climbed a mountain, you wouldn't do it again. No, that's so, it. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> so amazing. So that takes us through to the end of the episode, the end of the season. Perfect guest to have on with us for the last. Thank you very much bit. for inviting me. Now, there's one little job before you go, before we wrap up, and that's for you to choose a song for us to right. play out the episode. So a song from anything. Anyway, well, we sort ideally we ask people to sort of focus on. One that's they're about ten or eleven at the time. Something that reminds of you of your yeah. childhood, maybe or teenage years, and something preferably on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I can get it. It's fine. That interestingly, "Don't Stop Believing" was actually um, it was on a, it was on an album at the time when yeah sort of early teens. Uh, yeah. It was on a sort of a, a soft metal. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, it would have to be that one. Excellent. So don't be, stop and who, was it, who would it have been by then? Same, same journey. Was it journey? Yeah. Well, I, actually, I don't know. It sounded exactly the same. So okay. um, you have to check that out for me. Okay. So do you want to do a, like a radio style outro? 
Well, what if I get it wrong? In well, terms it doesn't of the journey. If you get it wrong, we have to delete this whole yeah. scene. <laughs> <laughs> but before Mrs. Higgins says goodbye, let's say goodbye from us. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes, then obviously please do over what the summer break. What have you been break. doing with your time, yeah, guys? What are you doing? You've got plenty of time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But thank you to everyone that's listened. Thank you to everybody that's um, donated prizes. We're all very thankful, and the community are fa- uh, very thankful for your generous donations. And over to Mrs. Higgins. All right, so uh, signing off with uh, Don't Stop Believing by We Think Journey. Perfect. Happy days. Bye. Bye.